now. No. And we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Tuesday, November 16th, 2021, guys. A.D. Anno Domini. Some people like it when I say the year of our Lord. That's what Anno Domini or A.D. stands for. If you know your Latin, which most people don't, I guess. I will be reading your super chats. I will be taking your calls if you'd like to call in. 888-775-3773. I want to talk about the poor indigenous women. Did you know that I think I might... Well, I don't know. I was told as a kid, unless I dreamed it, but I don't think I dreamed it, that uh, that uh, I'm part American Indian. <laughs> mm. Isn't every, well, almost every white. And so I want to talk about that, the vaccine madness, too, of course, that all Muslim city council, diversity is good. Diversity is what makes us so peaceful. Not... What a joke. What a mess, huh? But, uh... And what else? Was there anything else? Oh, yeah, the dictionary is fake news, by the way. Just so you know, I've said it before, and I'm gonna say it again. The dictionary, especially Webster, fake news. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh. Fine. No white guilt or no W guilt. WH guilt says people are so anti-white they desperately feel in the dark for an ounce of non-white DNA. <laughs> I know I thought of that. That's why I uh, hesitated to say it. Malkuthex. All whites love to be a part American Indian. <laughs> and uh, parentheses, inner parentheses things says Injun Hake. Like Injun Joe, which is a reference to Tom Sawyer or Huckleberry, Huckleberry Finn. Great books. By that commie was Samuel Clemens. Mark Twain, was he a communist? Was he? I don't know. I heard that he was a liberal. All writers and artists, all writers and artists are liberals, guys. Don't trust them. But you can still appreciate their work, I think, a little bit. Did you hear about this? I had to start right off with this. Shout out to the tip, whoever tipped me off. Somebody tagged me on Twitter, and I forgot... Uh, who it was, but Twitter user CWT News, something to do with clown world, <laughs> liberal back then is far right today, true, uh, oh he is, oh really, Mark Twain, <laughs> okay, alright, cool, uh, clown world news, I think, shared a screenshot of NBC News on Twitter, Showing this all-Muslim, you may have heard about it on the Jason Lee Peterson show earlier today. If you caught it, I do recommend going back 
and catching it if you can and are so inclined. I will be getting to your calls too, guys. From uh, just the 14th, just the other day, I think, what was that, Sunday? A city in Michigan is apparently the first in the nation to elect an all-Muslim city council reflecting a more racially diverse landscape in local governance. Doesn't sound very diverse if it's all Muslims. That's pretty, uh, pretty, uh, non-diverse, I would say. And look at these, this motley crew. Not the good, not the band. Were the band good? I don't know. Was the band good? I like to say were now, since it's multiple people. Look at this bunch of people. They're running the, they're running a town in Michigan. What happened? Hamtramck. Hamtramck. And you've seen stuff like this going on in England, too. London had a first Muslim mayor several years ago. Is he still the mayor? Look at this woman. She looks like she's in cosplay or some Muslim wannabe woman. I don't don't know. I don't even honestly think of that as Muslim. I think of that as, like, what is she, some samurai girl? But, no, as a grown adult woman, maybe dressed up in... It's Dark Wars. <laughs> yeah. And what is she, what, is that a sword? Is that a uh, barbell? I haven't lifted weights in so long that I don't recognize what that thing is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Ridiculous. By the way, I'm wearing a Savage Moments t-shirt. You can get yours from Get a Jobs Teespring store. I am not Get a Job, although I do advertise his, his, his stuff. Not the battle flag, not the rebel flag, but get a job. It's a great outlet. I support him. I support JLP. I support Bond. And he helps put out, I mean, a lot of people find out about JLP from get a job. So that's cool. Jesse Lee Peterson's Savage Moments. He's the YouTube channel that puts that out. Right on, man. I think it's a man. No. Yeah, so Detroit Free Press is talking about ham tramp to which is a city in, in uh, Michigan, Michigan way up north. They have Detroit, they have the Great Lakes, I think, right? To have an all-Muslim city council, likely the first in the United States. NBC News, I told you about that headline. Uh, BBC even covered this. BBC are the... Uh, I don't like to say this word. I always make a scene about not liking to say this word because but it's just so fitting but these people who just betray their own countrymen for foreigners to raise other people's kids it's perverted honestly it is perverted and so I will refrain from saying the word but you guys may if you guys are regular listeners you probably know what word I'm thinking it's disgusting Uh, BBC's Google had it originally as the harmonious city, harmonious city run by Muslim Americans. (laughs) And you look at the picture of it, there's one picture of like a McDonald's, it's a Getty Images photograph, run by, well, you see a McDonald's, and it's clearly like an American city, it looks like to me. And what is it but this woman in a burqa, I assume it's a woman. You don't even know what it is. In a burqa. A burqa is that thing. It's all black, covering from head to toe. Your whole face. Look at that. 
not a skinny woman either. It doesn't look like if I'm, unless it's just wide angle expanding her body. And right in, walking right in front of a McDonald's. Oh, yeah, so diverse. Rainbow Nation. What happened with South Af- Africa? BBC, BBC is a reference to British broadcasting something. Bradley. Uh, <laughs> beekeeper outfit. <laughs> yeah, usually those are white, I think. Terrible, huh? And by the way, not only is it all Muslim city council, but their mayor himself is a Muslim, too. Although his name is Amer. I wonder if that's short for American? Ghalib became the, becomes the first Arab-American mayor in Hamtramck. Healthcare professional, Yemeni immigrant. Came from Yemen. Well, I'm so white. Uh, I just saw myself on the screen. And I keep forgetting I don't have my beard. Uh, arrived in the United States 20 years ago, and now he's, he has a degree in biological science as well as health-slash-nursing science, and works at a medical center. He has three children. Muslim city council member-elect. That's this woman who you, whom you probably just saw. Amanda Jaskowski. Jaskowski. That's a very Muslim name. Uh, she might be one of the people who were... Who... Yeah, Miklo wonders if acid attacks are coming. Nice eyes, says Subian Not referring to the per- woman in the burqa. <laughs> you can't even see the eyes. Uh, this Amanda Jaskowski, one of them converted to become Muslim. People are still proud of their culture specifically, whereas if it's assimilation, assimilation is what we used to have. People would come here. They would come here very slowly. We had pretty nice and restrictive immigration policy. White men of good character. It's okay to be white, hey. I know, but I'm, like, needing a little bit more sunshine. <laughs> Skip says, Haig saw himself and is scared of <laughs> Whereas if it's assimilation, this evil woman says, we would lose the uniqueness. Then go back. Well, I don't know where she came from. Jez- Jackskowski. I don't know what kind of name is that. Among the city, six city Muslim council members, five of them were immigrants and one is a convert. Yeah. So in the good old days, it was whites of good character or something like that. That was the Immigration Act of 17, late 1700s, like 90s, 1790s, of good character. Character is out the window. They don't even talk about character anymore. Or they pay lip service to it. Phony. Now it's chain migration. Refugees, this and that. Stuff that we stir up. This is what I learned from uh, Stefan Molyneux, who's interviewed JLP before. We stir up all this trouble in the Midwest. In the Midwest. Middle East. (laughs) Midwest, too. And bring them over to the Midwest. What a shame. Terrible, huh? Bring them over as so-called refugees. Hake the friendly ghost. Terrible, huh? It's ridiculous. So, that's one thing. That's one thing going on. Here's another. People who were allegedly already in the country when we came to America. The American Indians. Now they're so-called victims. Give me a break. 
This is from Hake News, and I wanted to read this get to you guys. Biden signed that uh, some executive order yesterday, according to the far-left females at the skim, the far-left female-run outlet, the skim, Native Americans. We're Native Americans. I was born here. If you were, you were born here, you're native to America, unless you're an anchor baby, then it's uh, American with an asterisk, right? It's an abuse of the 14th Amendment. 1.5 million indigenous women have experienced violence in their lifetime. Do, who, who do you think are the attackers? Or do you even believe this number? The Department of Justice, the Department of the Interior, and the Department of Homeland Security are in on this. On this mess. Uh, for this executive order to protect the, not the real Americans, the quote-unquote Native Americans. And the last thing they need is more mess, more coddling from the government. It's a fact. Because we've been over backwards and it's only been hurt, hurt them. Helping hurts people. Did you know that? It's a fact. Look it up. So I wanted to read this report that came out October 7th, which it may have been October 7th, 2021. Was that Indigenous Peoples Day? <laughs> Something like that? Terrible. I think it might be. Anyway, let me read this story to you. It's, to me, it's very interesting. Missing and murders murdered indigenous women and girls. Why they're being left behind. In the past decade, 710 indigenous people, mostly women and girls, have gone missing in Wyoming. The Canada's... I just want to say that word so bad. Uh, coward, simp... Uh, male feminist, that's a good word for him. Prime Minister, kissed up to the, the 2SLGBTIQ uh, American Indian women and girls who've been missing and murdered, right? Well, that's happening in America, too, according to the mainstream media and the uh, activist groups. Same thing. Indigenous people, excuse me, I don't think that they're indigenous either. People make up just 3% of the state's population, but 21% of the homicide victims. Honestly, that just makes them look bad. Not, the, not necessarily the, homis- the murder victims, if there are actual murders. But who are they interacting with but mostly their own? Berlin says, Native, Indi- Native Indians, what he calls them, don't care to punish those crimes, part of their crummy culture. Huh. Huh. That's his take. There may be some truth to that. Montana, for example. Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> They're jealous of Gabby Petito. Gabby Petito, who got, who's dead. <laughs> They're jealous of a dead girl because she got attention. What a shame. And Gabby Petito, you, you may recall, is the, uh, was the white supposedly white woman, who was out sleeping around, seemingly, with her boyfriend doing a road trip thing. And they didn't get along, she attacked him, and he didn't throw her in jail like he should have. Because he, too, may have been a male feminist. Uh, In honor of Indigenous Peoples Day, apparently October 7th, we're looking at the discrepancies with missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. M-M-I-W-G. They have a They have an abbreviation for everything. M-M-I-W-G. 
Missing and murdered indigenous women and girls. Not even the right word for it. Montana, one of the states with the highest number of American Indians per capita. 6.6% of the population is American Indian, supposedly, in Montana. Disproportionate number of people reported throughout the state missing. Wow. DOJ found they're four times more likely to go missing than white Montanans. Huh. Just makes, just makes them look bad. 1,500 American Indian and Alaska Native people reported missing a- across the country. Indigenous women murdered at a rate 10 times the national average. Again, you just kind of reminds me of the black-on-black crime stuff, right? Yeah, I agree, Doom Jesus. No such thing as indigenous people. They weren't indigenous to this place. More than 1.5 million indigenous women have experienced violence in their lifetime, supposedly. Urban Indian Institute of Health found fifth, wait, 5,700, I think. I don't know. They got the, they put the comma in the wrong place. Unless they meant 57,000. Indigenous women and girls went missing across the country in, in 2016. I don't get that. Only 116 cases logged in the DOJ. And so Trump has gotten involved. He's tried to help out. Biden did you know that Trump even got involved and tried to help out? He, he signed a bill called Savannah's Act. Well, it, it would have been a bill passed by Congress, and maybe it wasn't his idea, and he just signed it. Named after Savannah Greywind, 22-year-old Spirit Lake tribal member from North Dakota, killed in 2017. Law meant to help police track, solve, and prevent crimes against American Indians. Requires the DOJ to work with tribes. But do the tri- are the tribes really interested, or is Berlin, my guy in the chat, correct that they don't... It's corrupt. It's corrupt. It's inept. Data has shown the reservations often face 2.5 times higher violent crime rates than other parts of the country, with the exception of the ghettos, I might suggest. Roadblocks make victims or their loved ones reluctant to reach out to law enforcement because they accuse the cops of racial profiling and systemic racism stuff. Stupid stuff like that. Systemic racism within law enforcement has persisted. Racial profiling and over-policing. They want it both ways. They're going to accuse the cops of over-policing a community that has 2.5 times higher violent crime rate. And then they're going to say, oh, but they don't care. But then they're over-policing, but they don't care. <laughs> what the heck? Can't have it both ways, American Indian dumb activists. Well, I guess you can if you have Sleazy Joe on your side. In October 2020, Trump signed that one. A few months later, under the sleepy Biden administration, listen to this woman, Interior Secretary Deb Highland, Evil woman. I've talked about her. The first Native American not cabinet maker in u.s history i say not because we're native americans created the missing and murdered unit for indigenous people this woman is an illegal i mean she's yeah she's for the illegal aliens but she's a lgbtq activist this woman is i think she was a single mother of a lesbian daughter if i remember correctly deb Holland, a joke of a person what's she doing being a politician because she became a female congressman in 2018. Can you Google a picture of Deb Haaland? H-A-A-L-A-N-D. 
She accused Trump of trying to make transgenders disappear or erase transgenders because he said they can't serve in the military anymore. Even though our SJW guy, uh, SJW, I forget which of the generals, didn't follow through with what Trump wanted to do. Ridiculous. But Deb Haaland is a phony. And the unit will expand on Operation Lady Justice, a task force. That's, there she is. She looks like she's uh, part American Indian. Although she's pretty light-skinned. I think she probably has some white in her, too. But American Indian enough to exploit the false victimhood mess. CNN was all about that. Other states, Washington, Minnesota, Wisconsin, fight the abduction, homicide, violence, and trafficking of indigenous women. Oh my gosh. Oh, I gotta show you guys these pictures. Because this is partly why I don't fall, I don't join into this. Uh, I mean, I'm not predisposed to join into it anyway. But this is just hype, SJW hype. I just dragged in screenshot just into the main folder, just barely right now. Assuming that it did transfer. Oh, man, doesn't look like it's going. Let me know if it goes, <clears throat> if you see it. But I'm looking at it, and it's these little teenage girls, if that, saying, believe indigenous wimps in, with an X, women, but women with an X. Oh, there it is, nice. Another uh, teenager activist, or maybe this is their mom, Indigenous women have been fighting since 1492, which is a direct smear upon our great hero, Italian hero, uh, sailing for Spain, Christopher Columbus. Indigenous women have been fighting since 1492. Stupid. We know it's privilege because we don't have it. I assume this other girl, misguided little girl, is saying in another one, the future is female. So it's just a bunch of this feminist junk. That's a Getty image from Min Hee Kim. And it's photoshopped, by the way. That's from this far-left female run out, Let the Skim. Why they're being left behind? Because they're men are weak. What a mess. Paid idiots, says Slam Free Poetry. Indians look Mexican to me, says Chungasaurus. Yeah, oftentimes they are confused with Mexican or they're labeled as white when they are, well, victims or perpetrators, I would say. That's why you can't be like, oh, whites, <laughs> whites are committing all these crimes and stuff. Well, yeah, wh- uh, Mexicans do have, they're a mixture of uh, uh, Indian with the Spaniard. Different uh, proportions. Single-parent homes. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing that the, uh, among, I think, the boys, adolescent boys, American Indian boys, committing suicide. Suicide. And I think it's boys, again. The adolescents. Kind of like you hear about suicides rising among the middle-aged white men. (laughs) <laughs> complaining, well, this Subian not says a different word, B word, <laughs> the one that JLP likes to say, because he's country. I didn't grow up in the country. I grew up in feminism, so that word was considered a bad word 
And I didn't realize it was feminism. I thought it was just being Christian. But he says, B-wording since 1492. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Mama says, who cares? Yeah, they're just exploiting it. Sick stuff. Sick stuff. And then one last little victim group for ya. The blacks. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the worst. Because I say racism doesn't exist. It's a phony... Uh, it's a phony idea just to attack whites. They just bash the whites for doing something that's sensible. And they have to refer way back to history where these people who made up these laws, like Jim Crow and all that stuff, aren't around to defend themselves. And then you look at the current diversity that we have in the country, and that doesn't seem to be working because look at all the infighting and division and uh, communism that's being pushed. Well, Joy Reid says, according to Real Clear Politics, she said this last week. It's about a week old, this, this news here, but I have to just show it to you. Because I didn't really cover it, and Joy Reid is a, uh, <laughs> Tucker refers to her as the race lady. And I think he, if he said lady, I think he said lady, the race woman, the race lady, using the term loosely, term lady loosely, not calling her loose. I don't, I'm not saying that. <laughs> just calling her very fast and loose with the truth. Because she's evil, she's a liar. Joy Reid, the MSNBC host, says the absolute worst or people who deny racism was built into our infrastructure. Because you may have heard the uh, Boot Edge Edge, Pete Boot Edge Edge, said that the bridges are racist or something like that. <laughs> you can't go into the... Anyway, she's going to play a little clip of it. He said something that seemed just nonsensical, at least when you took it out of context. Said the bridges were built too low for the taller trucks to drive through, and so, it's clearly racist. <laughs> and uh, so Washington Compost did a fact check thing saying, well, actually, he's right. What a mess. Let's see if I can pull up that, uh, this quote that Chris is showing you guys. Because this guy is a mess. Uh, what does it say? I'm still surprised. This is, I think, Pete Buttigieg. That when some people were surprised when I pointed out the fact that if a highway was built for the purpose of dividing a white and black neighborhood, or if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids to a beach, that would have been in New York was, was designed too low for it to pass by, that obviously reflects racism that went into the design choices, he says. <laughs> How about uh, distinct communities don't mix that well, and we've already known that. Except for the more, uh, let's say, edumacated. I mean, that's not a positive thing always. The more civilized. Sometimes it can be fine. Here is Joy Reid. I think I have this clip in the folder. Yeah, clip 13. Joy Reid saying, talking about, talking mess about the whites, of course. For, here's three minutes of that. Three minutes of her and Pete Boot Edge Edge. Enjoy. With President Biden's infrastructure deal, the largest investment in our highway since President Eisenhower, there is also an opportunity to address Eisenhower-era systemic racism in our infrastructure, something Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg noted. I'm still surprised that some people were surprised when I pointed to the fact that uh, if 
a highway was built for the purpose of dividing a white and a black neighborhood, or if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids uh, to a beach, or that would have been, uh, in New York was was designed uh, too low for it to pass by, but that obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices. Um, I don't think we have anything to lose by confronting that simple reality. He's gay. Naturally, right-wingers caught all the nasty feels. Dead Cancun Cruz took a break from bashing Big Bird to declare, the roads are racist, we must get rid of roads. <laughs> Not to be outdone, Florida Governor and Baby Don, Ron DeSantis and Tuckums Carlson had to have their say. I heard some stuff, some weird stuff from the Secretary of Transportation trying to, you know, make this about social issues. And, uh, and to me, a road's a road. Roads can't be racist. You can't build racism into a road. They are inanimate objects. They're not alive. That seems obvious. But apparently Pete Buttigieg didn't know it. Actually, Secretary Buttigieg does know what he's talking about. He was talking about infamously racist New York City planner Robert Moses and an anecdote in Robert Carroll's 1974 biography, The Power Broker, that Moses instructed a top aide to build bridges on his new parkways too low for buses to pass because he wanted to prevent black New Yorkers and Puerto Rican New Yorkers from having access to Jones's to Jones Beach State Park. Nice. While The Washington Post notes there's some dispute about histor that historian's account about that anecdote, which Caro got from the aide himself. What is not in dispute is that Moses deliberately enacted racist policies that drove black and brown people out of their homes. He even said in 1959, quote, our categorical imperative is action to clear the slums and we can't let minorities dictate that this century old chore will be put off another generation or finally abandoned, unquote. Moses nice. also said highways must go through cities, not around them. And he did just that bulldozing black Jewish and Puerto Rican homes for his cross Bronx expressway. That same kind of racist infrastructure design can be found in cities all over this country. In Syracuse, New York, the predominantly black 15th ward was raised for an overpass for interstate 81. Similar situations played Hi. out in New Orleans, Treme neighborhood and the multiracial Boyle Heights section of Los Angeles. There are even multiple examples in Ron DeSantis's backyard. Miami's once thriving Overtown neighborhood, once the Harlem of the South, was decimated to make way for I-95. And in the Tampa area where DeSantis grew up, communities founded by the formerly enslaved were demolished for an interstate. So Pete Buttigieg was right. And the same Republicans who rail against oh, yeah. the teaching of institutional racism are willfully ignoring the well-documented history of racism that is literally baked into America's infrastructure. Or maybe they're just ignorant to it because they didn't learn about it in school, which is why it's so important to teach about institutional racism. God, this that, woman is Cruz, evil. DeSantis, and all the other ignorant folk who are trying to erase the past, you are tonight's absolute worst. What a phony lady, huh? What is that called when they... It's not manifest destiny. What is it? Imminent domain. That's called imminent domain. And you tear down the, the failing areas because they have less to lose. But no, it's racism. Phony woman. Typical phony woman. What a sicko. She has white people hair. This is cultural appropriation. <laughs> Man. That's Pete Boot Edge Edge. And the lady who pretended to be friendly with the gays. But she really is not. She's just an evil person all around, full of hatred for everybody. Joy and Reed. And that's MSLSD for you. Infrastructure. Communist word.
That's not what it means, Hake. Eminent domain. Don't they seize your don't they seize your your land and build roads and bridges and stuff? Build the wall. That's called eminent domain, right? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Anyway. <sighs> Silly stuff. Evil woman. Speaking of embarrassing and evil, do I have this photo of this evil, uh, who is the Oregon governor? Oregon governor. Kate Brown. She was wearing a mask that (laughs) makes her look goofy. Yeah, what is this thing? Do you have that picture? Show this ev- psycho Kate Brown. I guess this is from last year, I'm assuming. Yes, it's from last year. And she tweeted out herself, by the way. Ugly holiday masks are a very 2020 spin on the ugly Christmas sweater. Oh, she didn't call it a Christmas sweater. She called it a holiday sweater because she's anti-Christian. Kate Brown, is she a Christian or is she not a Christian? I know she's a Democrat. Uh, Hake, I mean, Skip says, hey, yes, Hake, when they take your land for the so-called better good, eminent domain. Nice. Oh, she's, she is not a Christian. She is, is she Jewish? Is, is that what you're saying? Wow. Probably even secular. Nasty woman. That's why she called it holiday tree. That's because she just hates the Christians. Embarrassing. What happened to uh, Michigan? What happened to Oregon? What happened to California? White people let Joy Reid sit up there and talk trash about them. Oregon's 38th governor, always fighting for better jobs in schools. Fierce feminist, she calls herself. Working to strengthen and expand voter access. Which is to say that she does not want election integrity. She wants every idiot to vote because most idiots will vote for her. More often than not, idiots will vote for the evil person. Currently, her Twitter profile... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have to drag this into the folder. Uh, Kate Brown profile pick. (laughs) Uh, She's showing off her arms. Terrible. Uh, Right now, her Twitter profile picture, I just dragged it into the folder. (laughs) It's Chris. She's sitting in a doctor's chair, and she's getting a shot in her arm. And she's not wearing quite such a goofy mask. She's flexing her arms, and she's getting a shot. Talk about putting on a show. Does this make you trust them more or less? It doesn't make me trust them more, that's for sure. What a psycho woman. Kate Brown. Embarrassing. It's modern times. Yep. That's true. 
Oh, what in the world? She is openly, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, I don't. I won't read that. <laughs> I'm getting. Ch- I'm getting chats. Uh, as an openly bisexual woman, the heck? What's she doing being that? And she's married to Dan Little, and she has two stepchildren, by the way. And she is 61 years old, but she's openly, quote-unquote, bisexual. Sorry, kids, to read this out loud. Flexing them bones. (laughs) She has made history several times through her electoral success, says Wikipedia. Never trust Wikipedia to uh, be objective, which with what they think history is. In 2008, she became the first openly LGBT person elected Secretary of State in the state in the United States. 2016, first openly LGBT person elected governor of a state in the United States, as well as the second woman elected governor after Barbara Roberts, whoever that was, in the 90s. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Wow. I did not know that about her. Early life. Let's see. <laughs> uh, JD, Juris Doctorate. Okay, yep, she's a lawyer slash liar. Her father was an eye doctor. She was born in Spain? The heck? Oh, I guess he was in the Air Force. Doesn't matter. Oh, Certificate in Women's Studies. Ridiculous. Environmental law. Terrible, huh? Gross. She ain't picky. <laughs> Chungosaurus. Terrible. <sighs> not good. Don't be that. Do not be that. People. If you can help it. Don't get sucked into that madness. So, no wonder what is on her face just doesn't look right. Disgusting. Disgusting. I saw that. John, Dr. John R. Lott Jr. tweeted that out. The great Dr. John R. Lott Jr. If you want to know what's going on, just a side note, guys. It, over in her state, by the way, that's where Portland is. The Keep Portland Weird Portland, not Portland, Maine. Portland, Oregon, where Antifa, Black Lives Matter, have torn apart the city. And that guy is probably also not a Christian is the skinny guy, he got pepper sprayed because <laughs> he went out to a Black Lives Matter, Matter protest in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, Oregon is full of crime because a lot of Hispanics go up there, you know, the illegals go all the way up to Oregon, Portland. And they also have Antifa, Black Lives Matter, scum of the earth people there, rioting practically every day for like a year. No verdict yet on Rittenhouse? I... I don't think so. Um, yeah, Oregon. Lots of crime. Well, Dr. John R. Lott Jr., crimeresearch.org, I believe, is his website. He's appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show a number of times over the years. An excellent PhD, I think, is his doctorate. It's a PhD. And it's not a willy-nilly silly PhD like, like Dr. Jill Biden. <laughs> I assume that it's a silly PhD on her part. Because <laughs> she, she married Joe after he was already married before. What a mess. But he's debunked the phony Ferguson report. 
Ferguson fake out or Ferguson lies in statistics. Multiple people have debunked the Ferguson report, Ferguson, Missouri, the DOJ, Eric Holder DOJ. They accused Ferguson of disproportionate racism even more than the rest of the country, which it wasn't even, they didn't even demonstrate that. So phony. John Lott in New York Post debunked the Ferguson report because they had to, they had to acknowledge that Mike Brown was not quote-unquote murdered back in 2014 by former officer Darren Wilson. So, he's been on it for years, decades, really. I think he documented how America went real progressive once they gave women the so-called right to vote. John Lott. So he's been on it. A smart white man. I believe he's even been interviewed by uh, real Vincent James, another honest journalist and research fiend numbers guy. So, salute to Dr. John R. Lott, Jr. Very nice. Let me read a few Super Chats, guys. Got some stuff to read. Uh, shout out to... Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hague Report. Taking care of business, Bear. Well, taking care of business. Stated, no monkeys in my family tree should be the outro, at least every Friday. Thank you for the request. I shall consider that. Thank you, man. Very interesting. Muslims taking over the USA, more like Africa now. White people being attacked by blacks. Yeah. America should be 90, bear for all seasons, says America should be 95% white people of good character and 4% Hispanics and 1% of the unclean. (laughs) What do you mean the unclean? Uh, interesting. Interesting. I mean, I can't 10% stay, stay black. Stay black. (laughs) Uh, they just have to become white on the inside, though. White on the inside. What do you mean by, uh, Ragnar, Joy Reid is a disgusting race prostitute. Race prostitute. Maybe. That's an interesting, uh... Metaphor, let's call it. Asador says, bisexuals are just homosexuals who try to be normal half the time. Yeah. Yeah, the LGB is all redundant, really. It's all female-minded perversion. It's what it is. The LGB and the LGBT thing is a female-minded perversion. And honestly, so is the T. The trans thing? Transgender thing? It's just a different mindset. A different symptom of the same root problem of that that evil anger of the hearts we all go into some perversion or others and the lgbt ones take out take it on as their identity what a trap huh taking it on as your identity becoming proud of it give me a break lin yen chin gave a super chat earlier actually before even the show started he stated over on streamlabs.com slash the hate report superior and inferior are how we contextualize competence in a given skill, ability, or attribute. It isn't a matter of hate to anyone sane, only to those who overreact to everything. Their overreaction is the only substance in so-called racism. Yeah, that's true. I was... I want to put out this clip because I defended Proud Boys from the smear from these evil people over on uh, the hippy-dippy uh, round table. Did you guys hear my 
some of you guys heard it. It was a three and a half hour debate, roundtable discussion. Me versus seven others, plus the host. Uh, and this woman, Lumi Rue, said, Can we address Kyle Rittenhouse, Jack Bauer, John Wick? She didn't admit that, she's, that he is Jack Bauer and John Wick. Rittenhouse, associating with white supremacist proud boys, white supremacist militia in America when we need to have these conversations about racial justice. Stupid stuff. Uh, this was about, this was Kenosha, or Kosovo, take your pick, Wisconsin, where they are attacking the city, the innocent people of the city, and, uh, and just tearing the place apart over blah blah blah. Jacob Blake, who got himself shot in the back, rightfully so, because he was about, he looked like he was turning, he seemed to be turning around to try to stab, possibly, the cop. So the cop, the white cop, it was a good shoot. Yeah. Anyway, um, and she called that white supremacy. I'm like, Proud Boys, Proud Boys fight Antifa, and they stand for Western civilization. They are for the family coming back together, and they are honorable men, by and large honorable men, who, who defend the innocent from the evil. Sleazy Joe attacked them, and this Lumiru woman. <laughs> and I said that, and she's all... <laughs> she, like, put her hand on her... On her forehead, I later saw. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I have the, I shared the uh, YouTube video of, uh, it appeared on Dylan Burns TV on his Twitch, but he also uploaded it to his YouTube. And I shared the YouTube video in my community post in, uh, on the YouTube channel, on my YouTube channel, Hake. But I also put it on thehakereport.com and you click on appearances. It's right there. So, and it's actually at the top, thehakereport.com, if you're ever wondering how to find stuff. And hopefully I think to add it there. Anyway, um, I will finish more of the Super Chats, guys, but since I did mention this Kosovo, let me get to uh, Skip in Augusta, Georgia. He wants to talk about the Kenosha, the National Guard in Kenosha. What's up, Skip? How are you? Hey, James. Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, man? Doing fine. Thank you, man. Look here. I'm going to tell you what. These racist roads, I don't I don't know what to do about it. And you know, there's also a congresswoman that says the fossil fuel is racist. You know that, right? Fossil the fuel is racist, racist, she says? They, yeah, they she want did. environmental justice because they, they want to spread the white wealth, the America's wealth, to the POC world. What a mess. And every time we go to get gas and Stacy pumps the gas, I feel sorry for her out there because I'm afraid she might be attacked, you know, because that's white supremacy. And somebody sees her out there pumping gas, you know, she, she might get attacked. And, you know, I can't do too much no more being in this old doggone wheelchair. Right. So uh, I worry about her, you know, this white supremacy <laughs> is awful. Yeah. I don't know what to do about it. I mean, honestly, it's, it's not too much. You're not too far from the truth because black on white crime is on the rise, I would have to assume, since crime itself is on the rise, homicides are, have had, like, historic spikes over the past year and a half or, or more. So, yeah, keep, keep watch. Make sure you're doing your, um, your exercises and stretches and stuff 
and and uh, sleeping enough, Skip, so you can uh, and yeah. eat right, so you can get up and walk again. Hopefully. Yeah, I am. Uh, nice. I go out. I'm doing pretty good with my walking. Now. It's getting a whole lot better. Slam free poetry here, says this- no such thing as fossil fuel. Dinosaurs are a hoax. Well, whatever fuel it is, it's racist. Right. <laughs> Cause why? Cause it's black. black supremacy. <laughs> yeah. But look here. What What do you think is going to happen up there after this trial is over? I, I kind of feel like, regardless if he's found innocent or guilty, and if he is found guilty, even if the boy gets to gets uh, if he was to get the death the death penalty or death sentence or whatever, <laughs> it still wouldn't be enough right. to uh, appease appease the blacks. So I believe there's going to be riots in either way. I might be wrong. I hope I am wrong. Very true. No, I don't you're. See a, I don't see nothing to appease them. Well, are you on a speakerphone? Uh, somebody in the chat was just asking right now. You on speakerphone right no, now? I, no, is my connection bad? It's just a little slight bit of an echo, like you're talking into a pan. But I can understand you um, pretty well. Just stay close to your phone. But I understood you. It's a great question. 500 National Guard there. Hopefully they won't let them go out of control again, but uh, I don't know, because they have a Democrat mayor who is Armenian. Armenians are supposed to be Christians. How are Christians Democrats? They're not. So that's a phony person, and he has all kinds of nepotism running out all throughout the city, including in the courtroom. I told you guys about that. But, um... They have a Democrat, probably a Democrat, running the state of Wisconsin. Am I wrong? Yeah, Tom something. Some, some Democrat governor, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's a big mess. I, uh, you're right. We should never try to appease them. Never try to give them an inch just because they're going to riot. Because they're going to riot no matter what. You'll notice that That's even... Right. even if you feed the evil desires that you want, you just want more. So, same thing with them. Evil is never satiated. It just wants more, more, more. Greedy. Destructive. The destruction yeah. never ends. Well, there is no bottom. Well, I'm, I'm glad that there was a good judge over that case because he didn't take no bull crap from that, <laughs> yeah. that dumb prosecutor. Right. You know? Yeah, and he I was feel, he was like fun to watch. <laughs> Such a boom. That's why really I love was. boomers. Yeah, <laughs> that was a, definitely an entertaining trial. Yeah, because I I couldn't help I couldn't help but laugh at that stupid prosecutor. And then when that old judge would get on him, man, I tell you what, it was funny. It really was funny. It was fun to watch. I'd be embarrassed if I was him. I'd be embarrassed if I was that prosecutor. Anybody in that office of the prosecutors for sending that guy up there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, very true, it, that, man. They didn't really have a case to begin with, you know, and it's like, like they're saying, public opinion went ahead and judged that guy by watching MSNBC and uh, NBC, all the left-wing news medias. Even Joe Biden called him a white supremacist before the trial even started. Yeah, you I know, remember seeing about- it. I... I, I sh- he tweeted out this thing, white supremacy is no good. This is before the election. And right. he said, oh, we have to stop these white supremacists. And it has a video, and it has Kyle in it. And yeah. we're like, what are you talking about? You're evil. He also smeared Proud Boys. 
Remember when yeah. uh, the stupid Fox News uh, liberal debate moderator said, Trump, will you condemn white supremacy right here and now? He's like, give me a name. Tell me a group. Tell me a group. And then Biden's all proud boys. And Trump is all proud boys. Stand back and stand by. But we have a big problem with the leftist violence is basically, I think, what yeah. he was saying. And then they all flipped out, freaked out because he told them to stand back and stand by. Because he doesn't know who they are, and then later he did condemn them, but he's all, I condemn Proud Boys, I don't know anything about them. <laughs> Trump, so real, to me, kind of. To me, to me, the Proud Boys, that's a, that's a, that name, I just don't get it. Sounds yeah, like it does sound kind of gay. It was, if, it does. yeah, but. It sounds like a clothing line at Walmart. Right, I know. know. It's because you have to blame Gavin McInnes, he fools around like that, it's not, but, but when you meet them, I don't know if you've ever met any guys who are Proud Boys. They are just down-to-earth, uh, no-nonsense, into what's right, want to wanna help out, want to wanna save America, or at least the, the West, whatever country that they're in, including America. And they are uh, decent guys. So don't be distracted well, sure by them. Gavin McInnes sure is like a silly kind of guy. But he wants he wanted the guy to quit uh quit getting into the pornography and all that type of mess. And so yeah. it, it was an honorable thing what he was wanting to do. And these guys are trying to become men, which is and many of them are succeeding. So yeah. And some of them are ex convicts and whatever, because people have a rough past. People we've had a yeah. destruct we've had a very destroyed society. For a long time and people getting their lives back together and standing for what's right for once now the media wants to attack them give me a break well yeah everything you said is true yeah. but uh, i just don't like i don't like having to put a title on somebody that wants to do the right thing yeah you know we all supposed to do the right thing you know i don't have to be a member of the proud boys right associated with them to want to do the right thing we're all supposed to want to do the right thing. i agree you know yeah i to be honest, I almost joined them. I started to. It was a few years ago. But then I was just so busy. I couldn't just go out and, and meet up with them and stuff like that. So I didn't end up following well, at, through. But, uh... Look here, hey. Yeah. Look here, hey. If they ever would have heard your music, they wouldn't include you. You wouldn't have been a member. They, they wouldn't yeah. have allowed you in. <laughs> yeah, the Proud well, Boys here, leader is hey. a fed, hey. You know, the same people that you claim incited the January 6th riot. You're all over the place, Hake. Uh, Enrique Tario. <laughs> they're a mixed bag. They're a huge organization. There's going to be some some good and, and bad beast, deep people on both sides. And I don't know if Enrique Tario is a bad guy. He just had his, had a checkered past. So whatever. When I, when I picture the Proud Boys, I picture a bunch of men wearing blouses like Nick. You know? <laughs> What a mess. I, that's a, oh, that's, that's an awful side. I don't even want to picture it. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you bring it up, man? <laughs> I don't know. But I just popped in my head. <laughs> you, but you're right. You shouldn't have to join some group to stand up for what's right. Just stand up for what's right. But don't be throwing these, don't be joining in with throwing these people under the bus is my only statement. That's right. So. That's right. Yeah. You're right, James. You're yep. exactly right. Well, whatever happens up there, you know, I hope I hope everything works out for the best. And I hope those uh, 500 troops that they have up there, 
is going to maybe deter him from not wanting to do anything, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. Because we've we've had enough chaos in this country and stupidity, and they're not doing anything against the Black Lives Matter or Antifa guys that burn down the cities. Yeah, but they want to bring this bring this board to trial when they didn't even have any facts on them, didn't even have a leg to stand on. Yep, but just because he stood. A, ag- we live in an evil world, James. Yeah, he stood we against evil. evil. He stood for yep. what was right against the Black Lives Matter destruction. So yeah. And I those were Jews. They weren't black. Those were Jews he shot. They right. Black boys. Did you hear Joe from <laughs> Phoenix? He pointed that out on the JLP show that those those guys were not normal white Christian people. And of, and of course, because normal white Christian people don't support Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all that mess, destruction and stuff. No, those were uh, that Rosenbaum guy was a psycho, <laughs> and Huber yeah. too, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you, Skip. Everything looks everything looks good for that boy, and I wish the best for him. Yeah. And I, I do hope that I hope that city don't have to go through that or any other city as far as that goes with all this craziness. Right. But you're doing a good job, Hake, and I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Skip. Take care. You too. All Bye. right. Let me just show you briefly uh, before this break, and then I will get back to calls. Jeff in Louisiana wants to call talk about Rittenhouse Azador on the line. Talking about the racist roads and infrastructure. A first-time caller, Jason in Georgia, wants to say the Federal Reserve is evil. Interesting. I want to know why. I've heard the same, and I do know that there's some evil people running it. That's for sure. And uh, evil seems to rise to the top nowadays. But first, let me just show you, before I go to break, uh, this clip, uh, this fat lawyer clip from uh, Clip 11. Fat lawyer, speaking of Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse, it's like an eight-second clip, is attacking Kyle for not fighting it with his fists like a man. (laughs) Uh, I got this from Daily Caller. Listen to this. As Mr. Binger said, he brought a gun to a fist fight. Mm. He's too cowardly to use his own fist to fight his way out. (laughs) You heard the, uh, what? <laughs> because I guess some other people were streaming it and live commenting it. So that was the fat prosecution lawyer, and then the skinny prosecution lawyer, Binger, showed he grabbed the, uh, like an AR or AK, no, it was not an AK, an AR type of rifle? Maybe it was the same rifle. Maybe it was Kyle's or Kyle's friends. And pointed it around the court with his finger on the trigger. I have a couple of pictures of it. Look at that. He wishes. And typical actor, this is an actor, this is not a real, I mean, lawyers and liars are the same thing as actors, right? They all lie for a living and pretend. Look at this guy. Finger on the trigger. Typical ignorant actor, liar. Finger on the trigger and pointing it and probably flagged a whole bunch of people. Meaning you're not supposed to point it at anything you're not willing to destroy. Granted, the, the magazine was not in it, but... Somebody said everyone should, every American should know basic gun safety. Duh. Alec Baldwin, anybody? So, anyway, it's ridiculous. But it is 10 o'clock right now here in Los Angeles. I will be getting to your calls. One line open, guys. 888-775-3773, if you can follow my fingers right. Uh, 
But I have to show you this song. I've been playing. Well, I played yesterday. So Che Ta Anonima, and I'm pro- I'm assuming that it's pronounced that way. I don't know, but that's how it was pronounced to me on a computer voice way back when I was into this group. It's a Christian band, Lo-Fi, and this track is from the 2001 album, The 51 Torpedoes, 51 in parentheses. Don't know what the reference is, but the track is entitled Manipulation Pays the Bills from Socheta Nonema. Enjoy, and I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. Prodigy does this better. Somebody compared it to Primus. I remember Primus. I want hate to go metal. Sounds like Incubus Light. Whatever, man. Dude, are you running out of material? This is nothing but a filler. Nothing good about this. You do this every day. (laughs) What are you talking about? Talk about the music? 
I love this music. Tune that guitar by Devo and Captain Beefheart. Oh, cool. Captain Beefheart. Well, anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Reminds me of Crystal Castles a bit, says uh, Acro Iris. Wow. Interesting references, guys. Hey, you're torturing us. I don't know how, well, if you hear it again, you'll, hear, you'll like it the second time, I bet. This is actually a passable song. Credit that it seems only a two-man band from the jacket. That takes some talent. Nice. I'm actually tapping my toes. Hake, this is as harmful as gangster rap. <laughs> uh, James Hake's nails are dirty as Jesse's ears. Whoa. Whoa. Well, anyway, guys, my ears are actually bleeding. <laughs> um, since we're reading this, since we're reading the chat, somebody else hates passive aggressiveness. Hake, check out the band Mew. Oh, there's one song from Mew that I really like. Am I Rye? No. Is that Mew? I think that's Mew. It's a great, it's a great song. The only song that I've heard from them that I've liked, but it's really the only song that I've heard from them. Uh, Robert Plant through with a two-step, says Kyle B. Not sure what that means, but it sounds like a mu- reference to the music. But uh, Lights Out says about Kyle... He had no business having a gun. Wisconsin, you have to be 18 or older to carry unless you're hunting or with a parent. Kyle was neither. Okay, buddy. You know, you know what you're talking about, not the judge. <laughs> Please. And it's stupid. This is America. You have the right to carry even if you're like 15 years old. Stupid. Uh, Viewer USA says, Seems Rittenhouse will get off. The judge dismissed even the minor charge of the gun cr- charges of the gun crimes. The evidence, witnesses, and testimony of parties involved seems overwhelming enough to acquit of the murder, which he's not even charged with murder. It's like in reckless intentional ho- homicide or with intent. I don't know what they're talking about. What a mess. And Groovehammer referring to Binger, the skinny lawyer slash liar. Did he check the chamber first? Yeah, you're supposed to check the chamber. Just because the magazine, which is commonly called a clip, is out doesn't mean... That there's not one in the chamber, and you could still shoot something. Check the chamber. Matt the American says, It used to be taught in the schools. High schools had gun ranges and used twenty-two rifles. Yeah. And they had bow and arrow things, too. Uh, Hydro asks, Did the defense... He did that so the defense would object and call attention to how dangerous guns are. <laughs> you think so? Maybe. Tim Scott likes the Moog. Is that a Moog synth? Uh, yeah. So, anyway, thank you guys. Uh, I truly enjoyed putting that, uh, music on you. (laughs) William actually took it to heart. (laughs) Let me get to Jeff in Louisiana. He's been on hold talking about the Rittenhouse thing. He wants to talk about Rittenhouse. What's up, Jeff? Not much, hate, man. I had I had two comments actually. I want on Rittenhouse, want something else, but okay. I just want to I just want to find real quick your super chats. It's not a high school shooting range. It's called a gun control as, as a uh, hunter safety education course where you go out and shoot a gun three times. You shoot one, two, three times, shoot targets. That's how you get a hunter license. Not a gun safety range. Oh, okay. So all right, do that needs need to learn. I mean, that's just a. Uh, and man, on the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, man, is the thing is, uh, I've listened to your callers talking about, or your super chats talking about 
you know, white boys and all this stuff, how are groups for this? Are we, are we the only race not allowed to have a group? The blacks have Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and all this. Are we the only group that's not allowed to be supported by somebody? Uh, yeah, because the whites don't go along with the evil, the communists. The blacks tend, to, the blacks, when they form their groups, they tend to be useful idiots, useful idiots for the anti-American establishment, which is, which is oddly enough, running America right now into the ground. So, yeah, because since we don't go along with them, Proud Boys and, uh, any group, the Groypers, the, uh, churches, even churches, Christian churches. To yeah. be honest, at this point, we don't remember the KKK at this point because we're, we're not represented by nobody. Yeah. Our president, our well, you had Bill Clinton was the first, not 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 a by color, but first technically black president. Bill Clinton was the first black president. <laughs> then we had we had him for eight years. Then we had Obama for eight years, and now we got Joe Boy Warner. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. And there, there's already talk about Camilla Harris, Camilla Harris trying to vote the 25th Amendment so she can get 10 years in the White House. Right. Because she just agreed with him. I mean, it's just, you know, that's the thing is she was waiting two years to invoke that 25th Amendment so she gets his last two years. Then she can run for the sake of terms back to back and get 10 years in office. Who's that? Watch our country. You're talking about Kamala Harris? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If, if she, if she votes the 25th Amendment, which says he's... Uh, don't get ahead of yourself, man. I mean, it's, I suppose it's possible, but nobody likes her. Do you think that they would re-elect her? I think they'd put somebody else in who's more likable and even more evil, more capable of evil. Man, who... who now, 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 okay, think about this now. Go back and now. Look, who likes Joe Biden that voted for him now? Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, I know. It's not vote for him. There's no way. I'll in. tell you what. I like Joe. I like Joe Biden when he says Negro. <laughs> that, that was hilarious, that man. That, that was hilarious. <laughs> and he didn't say it once. He said it twice. Right. Yeah. The Negro League. Uh, the Negro League. <laughs> and man, if you watch that's charming. Panel, he done. He done a video on that, but man. But charm is deceptive. Like, Don't fall for it. Yeah. It's like. It's like. But he didn't get. Dude, I imagine he didn't get a million votes, less less on eighty one million. <laughs> it, it just shows you the Democrats can screw the system to screw us over. Yeah, is all it is. Right, they, they can do anything they want to to screw us over, and it's it's just not right. But I did want to comment. Uh, I actually called in Jesse's show to say this, but uh, something happened. I had to hang up. Okay. Do you know the? If you go in Urban Dictionary, you know the you know the definition of right now. I put in there. You put it. You put in uh, the leading definition urban, of riot in Urban Dictionary. Yeah, Urban Dictionary. You know, because that's what I was talking about this Kyle Rittenhouse stuff. Well, we're, it has to go riot. Uh-huh. You know what it is? Free TVs. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. Just, that's all it is, man. They they just go out and well, the reason riot we can steal some electronics and we got to pay for it. That's all it is. It man, it, this these people ain't rioting for nothing. They don't. They don't know what they're rising for. I mean, you look back in the '60s now, and I uh, granted the the laws were screwed up then. Uh, Jim I don't Trump, know. All that stuff, this all stuff was screwed up then, but I don't know how yeah, how messed up they truly were because we don't get the whole story. You know what I mean? Yep. Like we yeah, don't know I, why 
they were trying to deal with this diversity problem, and they're, they yeah, they but, may have had they, they probably had lower crime than we have today. Yeah, they they probably did. But I'm saying is that yeah. it, there was, if you look in the history books, it may be right or wrong, but there yeah. was a reason they were doing that. Right. It wasn't like well, you know, a black dude goes on. You no know, goes on drugs and commits crimes and robs people and all this stuff, and now he's dead. He's dead. So let's play the white cop, or a white guy, a white kid goes into another county, and now we can bust him for twenty million crimes because a white person, three white people, are trying to kill him. Not not a black person. Three white people are trying right. to kill him. Right. It's not normal whites. Yeah. So so it's like man, just it's we're we're, we're screwed. The white the white. The white people are screwed. Well, fear not, fear not. We're standing up. And I'm, I know, I know when somebody listens to your show and says, "Well, this is Jeff from Louisiana. He's got to be a racist." <laughs> I'm not a racist, dude. I'm just, you know, he's from South Carolina. Race. I'm not racist. I mean, just I know it's it's looking at logical facts. There's no I such mean, thing people, as racism. Don't pay that no mind. No, but I'm, I mean, people from. Australia can see the fact is the way our country is going screwed up, and we're bending into one culture, and it's it's like it's like cultural appropriation. If we do something that black people do, it's called cultural appropriation. We get we get hollered at and no everything done to us. But if they do something white people do, well, it's, it's just fine. It's just it's just peachy. Yeah. But, but you know everything's 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 tarred against us. Yep. And Tony in California, or where, where is that? Tony in California, Earl in Michigan, whichever one of them call all the time. That's a I, that's a that's the ideal thing. They want to talk about where we're we're you no know, I'm I'm I own a business, I make good money, all this stuff was. Well, think about it. If you hadn't come from Africa over here, would you be making that money? Right. Would you would you have a good life? Yeah. How no. about a thank you? How about a thank you, America, and thank you, white America? What a mess. Yeah, I mean. But I mean, it's just yeah, you know, they they won't blame everything on us, but then they want to take the, you know, the fruits of our labor, so to speak. They've never and had they, it so good. Yeah, they want to celebrate everything, but do I tell you what? You, you go back to Africa, you live in the jungle with a with a fig leaf across your crotch, and go out there <laughs> and try spear fish. Then uh, you bitch about America. Yeah. No. Nah. I mean, but man. But man, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. I just wanna send a couple comments. I was good, man. I appreciate it, Jeff. Nice to hear from you, man. Take care. Okay. All right. Let me get to Asmador in Texas wants to talk about the infrastructure. <laughs> so racist. What's up, Asmador? Hey, how's it going, James? Going well. Nice to hear from you. Yeah. Um I I do that's my main thrust. I'm I want to talk about the uh infrastructure. Um and it, it, it may not surprise you to know that I'm pro uh, racist roads and bridges, but um, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 uh, I'd like to I'd like to address uh, something that the caller just said. And I have two quick points first. Okay. Um, the the laws that he's talking about that were bad or whatever in the past they weren't bad at all. They were excellent laws. Uh, and if you're an American and you believe in uh, the principles that America was founded on, then you are pro-segregation because all that means is, in the most basic sense, is freedom of association. I'm pro 100% freedom of association. If people, yeah. if if there are some blacks or Hispanics or whatever that you want to associate with, fine. But if you want to live somewhere 
where you don't live around them or whatever, then you should be allowed to because there's no such thing as freedom of association without freedom from association. Yeah. But uh, uh, forced integration is evil. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, The two quick points I wanted to make before I get into this, though, are, first of all, liberals always claim that they want to make the world a better place. But Kyle Rittenhouse already did. Yeah. And the second, the second <laughs> point is true. Uh, I I heard. Uh, I, I would advise anyone. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to advise anyone. I'm just going to say, in my own personal opinion, I would never hire Joe, the caller Joe, as an attorney because he called into uh, Jesse's show and got a, a bunch of stuff wrong about uh, Kyle's trial. But the main thing was he kept saying that there was no evidence for homicide. There's abundant evidence for homicide because there are two dead bodies. Right. But what there's, what there's no evidence for is murder. And if someone were actually an attorney, I would expect them to know the difference. Yeah. But homicide anyway. is not a crime. <laughs> homicide is no, not a crime. Homicide, homicide is the act of killing someone. And it's a crime if you do it without justification. And it's not if there is justification. Yep. But at, at any rate, um, uh, the thing about the racist uh, roads and bridges, if everything Joy Reid was saying was true, um, then good for that city planner because, <laughs> yeah. the, well, I mean, I, I'm being serious about this because um, the greatest theft of wealth and resources from any particular demographic group that you've ever seen anywhere is the theft of wealth and resources from white America following desegregation and forced integration. And here's why. Um, You had white neighborhoods, uh, white sections of town and so forth. It had always been that way. And in that situation, you would have uh, a white family that owned a house and they would live in it until the, the parents and then grandparents, whatever, got old and died and they would leave it to another member of the family. And that would be familial wealth that got passed along. And you also, your neighborhoods were all in the same part of town and you had uh, business districts and so forth that served that part of town. You had government services that served that part of town. And all of this, all of this had been built by white America. So then the next thing, you know, they go to forcing the neighborhoods uh, into having blacks move in and, they had a term for the people who took advantage of the desegregation. They called them blockbusters. They would they would go and spend whatever amount of money they had to spend, these uh, real estate hustlers, and they would buy one house in a white neighborhood and move blacks into it. Yeah. And, and that would cause white flight. And then they were able to buy, once the first few whites had sold their houses, when the word got out that the houses were being sold because blacks were moving in, these real estate people who move the original black family and would be able to buy them up for almost nothing and either rent them out or sell them to blacks. But, uh, you know, I, I had this, I had this personal experience in my life with it. Um, the, the neighborhood that, uh, I lived in for, uh, until I was in fourth grade was, uh, a nice, uh, not that old, but kind of an old neighborhood. It was, it was adjacent to a, a, a pretty old neighborhood in, in the city and you had everything there that you needed, and, and it was completely, like, monocultural. Everybody in the neighborhood was white. They were all uh, 
Protestants, you know, it's very monocultural and it's very high trust. We could get on our bicycles in the morning <laughs> and ride our bicycles to school. And, you know, as long as we were home by dark, nobody ever, mom never had to worry yep. that something bad would happen to us. Well, they did this. And in about 1976, I believe, they moved a, uh, uh, a black family into the neighborhood. And the second that my dad heard about that, he said, okay. And the sign went up uh, Wow! Outside, outside the house for sale, and we moved out. And just a few years later, when I got my driver's license, I drove through there, and it was a complete ghetto, this really nice neighborhood. What the houses shame. were trashed. The, lo- the lawns weren't kept. It was an unsafe place. But what happens every time this happens is all the white people have to move. And there's really no place for them to move. So what they do is they have to build new cities. They build suburbs. Yeah. And they move out to, they move out to them, and they have to build new roads, new uh, businesses, <laughs> new government services, and everything. And uh, the DFW Metroplex is the perfect example of this. But when they would do that, they would um, um, uh, build a new suburb like Irving, right? And it would be a nice white place until at some point they would try to bring the DART, the Dallas area rapid transit. They, they would want to set oh, up yeah. buses out there and the city would fight it. The media would attack them and say that it was racist, that the only reason they didn't want the buses out there was because the buses would be a, uh, black American delivery system. Right. Yep. Which they, that, that really was the reason. And there's nothing wrong with that because the, Finally, they would relent because they were being called racists. What a shame! They would allow the they would they would allow the buses to be to come into their town, and within a couple of years, it was all uh, you know a crime ridden mess or becoming one. And the whites would flee and build new uh, uh, suburbs, yeah. and all that wealth being lost, all that wealth that should be getting transferred from generation to generation or that should be a thing that people are being able to save instead of spending all these new taxes on new government and new roads and all this other stuff because somehow we got the idea that every race has some kind of an unalienable right to have access to members of other races who don't want to associate with them. Yeah. Wow. What a scam. I had yeah, not considered, yeah. I had not considered that aspect of it, of how they just have to keep on moving and running and building and moving and running and building. And yeah, because and you see what happens when they, they just destroy. It's so destructive. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's worse than you really think because, you know, we've been so conditioned yeah, and brainwashed to accept this that we don't see see it for what it is, and what it is is an aspect of genocide. And I'm going to quote right now from the United Nations Convention yep. on the Prevention and Punishment of the Crime of Genocide. It's got uh, it's got five uh, aspects to it, and uh, this kind of stuff is part of two of the, and you could say three of the. Uh, uh, aspects uh, or indicators that uh, acts are being committed with intent to destroy in whole or in part a national, ethnical, racial, or religious group. And uh, the, the main one is C, deliberately inflicting on the group conditions of life calculated to bring about its physical destruction in whole or in part. 
Now, you could say that when they uh, ended segregation in the 60s, that they didn't know. That wasn't the intent. But they have kept enforcing it and kept enforcing it right. and kept enforcing it. You even have like the Obama administration and the Biden administration paying for ghetto single mothers to bring their broods into nice neighborhoods, paying yep. them extra. Redistribution and, of ghettos. That's HUD doing that. Yeah. And that and that creates a condition right there in a place where whites have lived forever or where they have just spent a whole bunch of money to have a safe place with safe schools right. and all that. For their kids to live, it creates conditions calculated to bring about their physical destruction in whole or in part, and also, D, imposing measures intended to prevent births within the group. And, you know, yeah. our birth rate is way down, and there's a lot of reasons for that. I'm not even saying this is even the main one. But when you cannot assure yourself that you're going to have a nice neighborhood where you don't have to worry when your children leave the house and right. ride your bicycle three or four blocks over to the park that there's not going to be drug dealers and kidnappers and, you know, who knows what else out there. That is uh, the type of thing that whether they're thinking about it logically on a conscious level or not, that makes people feel like, I don't want to bring kids into this world. Right. Yep. You hear you people know, say that. Uh, you hear whites say yeah. that. Educated whites. Liberals and yeah, conservatives absolutely. sometimes. Yeah. Well, and you can see what, I'm not saying they're right, but you can see why they feel that way. Because, right. you know, being, uh, you know, I'm in my 50s, so and, and I'm also from a rural, very conservative area that I grew up in. So I know the world that, uh, unfortunately, guys younger than me or from different parts of the country than me, never got to experience. And that was a world where you had a white monoculture where white men, yeah. white Christian men ran everything. And it was so much of a different thing. It was know? not this evil uh, thing that people pretend that it was. Right. And yeah. and what they, what they have done to this country since I was a young man is a horrible thing. Uh, you know, I went back a, a year or two ago, I went back to the old neighborhood that I'm talking about, and I drove around there, and I drove around that part of town looking at the various places that I used to go hang out, wow. the parks that I went to, school that I went to and everything, and I was the only white person for miles. Uh, and it wasn't even blacks now. It was, it was full of not just Hispanics, but like illegal aliens. Yeah. And I, I, and I thought to myself, as I, as I gaze around at these strangers in town, I guess the only stranger is me. And that's what they've done to us. And we have got to put a stop to it. And the only way we're going to put a stop to it is to stop allowing these people to make us feel guilty about our past. And, oh, my God, right. the laws back then were so bad and, <laughs> and, and all this. When you, when you allow people to say things like that, you're, that, that the Confederacy was a bad, evil thing or that the segregation and the Jim Crow and all this is such a bad, evil thing, if you go along with that, what you are doing is you're playing right into their narrative that yep. your ancestors were evil, your very own blood relatives were evil, denounce them. And they and weren't. I'm sorry. I refuse. Yeah. I absolutely refuse. No, they were the best people in the world. <laughs> All these people that, that they denounce are, are a thousand times, a thousand times greater men than anyone who's denouncing them. Yeah. Even without knowing much history, I instinctively know that they're lying. Because look at how dishonest these people are. They smear the yeah. Southerners today are, are bright, honest people, the Christians. They hate Trump. They hate yeah. Jesse. They hate the best people. So they're not honest. Yeah. Interesting, Absolutely. man. I appreciate the history lesson, Asmador. Yeah. All right. Well, take care, man. You too. All right. 
Uh, he mentioned Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. Joe is on the line, but first, I have to get to Jason, a first-time caller in Georgia. I promised you he would be talking about the Federal Reserve. Uh, Jason, man, thank you for holding. What's up? Hey, hey, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm great, thanks. Nice. I just, uh, I wanted to run this by you. Um, the whole the whole Federal Reserve thing, I've been reading about it for quite a few years now. And pretty much in a nutshell, you know, they call, they call it the Federal Reserve, but it's not federal. <laughs> There's no reserve. It's a big throw-off. I've heard um, this. It started, yeah. in, it started in 1913. Ever wow. since we've been at war. Uh, and pretty much what they do is that, you know, they got us off the gold standard. I'm not saying I'm for the gold standard or not. That's a whole nother That's story. Our, our but, monetary uh, basis was based, the value of the dollar was based uh, on the value of gold. Yes. And now we've gotten yes. off of that. Yes. Okay. We, ha- we had a more stable uh, economy when we were on the gold standard. But, you know, what they did was they got us off the gold standard uh, to keep it short. What the, all they do is print money you know print money they control the interest rates yeah and they they, they have a lot of power which just cheapens and, you know, the all, money all, it just cheapens our all, money all, our money is like worthless all this stuff and all this stuff is facts these are not opinions right you know but okay so we can talk about the federal reserve all day long you know the whole the history of it the purpose of it the you know what kind of power they have what really gets me is how it's so it, you know it, it's it's almost hidden in plain sight. You know, it says so on our currency. They have these huge immaculate buildings everywhere. But nine out of ten people don't know what the hell it is. Right. Uh, pa- pardon me for cursing. Which really blows my mind even more. It's like people people don't even want to know these things, you know. Because it's and confusing, it's, it's, it's like, mind-boggling, and in part. But it's, and then people and lump like you guys say, in as conspiracy theorists. <laughs> That's all they have to say. All and right. I'd like to agree with everything your last caller said. He hit the nice. nail on the head. How old are but you? But I'd like to. I'm 38 years old. Nice. Yeah, but I think he. You know, your last caller kind of mentioned that we've been conditioned to right. accept these things. Man, it's. Cr- I think it's it's even worse than we think. Like this this programming or, or conditioning. I, I I call it brainwashing. Yeah, you know, in I America. Know. Do you catch Do you catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson? All the time. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I want to say he uh, covered brainwashing and how the fake idea of racism and yeah. Yuri Bezmenov. You know who that is, right? The uh, former KGB. Yeah, I've heard of him. And so he talked about how this brainwashing stuff, it runs deep, and how you can get unbrainwashed by overcoming the anger. And then you can see clearly, and you, you realize just how... And you can continue to realize, because the bra- all the brainwashing doesn't just wash away, but you start to see, hey, it starts to crumble. It starts to crumble away. And you start... Yeah, and those, scales those are fall. the people who get called crazy. You right. Yeah. You'll, you'll be considered crazy. You're yep. weird. <laughs> you know, it's like you're almost an outcast. Yeah, true. But that's the price. That's the price you pay. So you, you were, know, Ron I, Paul, gladly, were you a Ron Paul guy back in the day? Oh uh, yes, yes sir, yes sir. I still listen to him every day. He has a Liberty Report on YouTube. Yeah. Nice man. So what do you, Jesse Lee, every day? What do you recommend as far as the Fed? What should normal people do? Uh, educate yourself. Read about it. 
Is what you know? Should we get and should we get invest in something different? <laughs> well, I don't. I don't have that answer. I wish I did. Yeah. There has to be a. There has. To, I mean, we got along fine before the federal. Reserve. I will say one thing that you can do: get healthy. Make sure that you have part of one good thing aspect, in my opinion, of capitalism is that the the value is more than just the money because the money is becoming more and more worthless, right? So right. if you make yourself valuable, you make yourself competent, you get get a skill, something that some of these guys have been saying you have a good attitude, work hard, uh, prepare yourself for whatever, your body and your, and your finances or, or whatever you can. You uh, have enough food in the house that you don't have to be going out every single day, have a few weeks of food in the house, stuff like that, then you can uh, insulate yourself from the evils that they would be all too, all too eager and licking their chops to inflict on us. You know, because they love also, a crisis. They love us to be dependent on them so they can control and, and us also, more. Also be a, a morally upright person. Yes. Be an honest person. Yep, that above that's all. The most, that's the most, the most dangerous man is an honest man because he can't be bought. Nice. Yeah. You like that? I like that. That's why they hated Trump. Yeah. That's why they crucified Jesus. Yep. Very true, man. Uh, hey, because the anti-American think, to invest in Bitcoin. I don't think so. I think it's very American, <laughs> although it might yeah. be a little late, but I could be wrong if you think it's still going to continue to go up. <laughs> uh, anyway, I appreciate it, Jason. Great call. Anything else? Uh, I'd like to say only salvation can save us. Only salvation can save us. Nice. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. All right. Take care. All right, man. God bless you. You as well. Before I get to Joe in Phoenix, got to read some of these Super Chats, guys. They are flowing right on in. Your girlfriend, <laughs> yours, gave a Super Chat on Streamlabs.com slash The Hague Report. She states, I'm assuming it's a she, we went from assimilation to accommodation. Yeah. This revelation has come from the dissertations of intellectuals. Yeah. Marxists and commies of all, all locations, government, healthcare, education. Yeah. We must speak up for our silence will lead to Lady Liberty's termination. Yeah. No freedom without more morality. Morality. Animus gave a few super chats here. The German government shuts down Christmas tradition because of the China virus. He calls it COVID. And soon you will only be able to buy food in a few stores if you are unvaccinated. They started debating that, quote-unquote, ridiculous. What, ti- what a time to be alive. Hake news, not the fake. Love you, man. Thank you, too, Animus. Do you agree that all Jews are commies? <laughs> not all, but most. <laughs> some are not. But some of the rhinos, oh, my gosh. Even the rhinos, not good. Uh, the EZB, Animus says, European Central Bank, gives loans to non-trustful securities like government debt, and other things out of political reasons like climate change, which won't pay of Germany, my country, has the highest electricity prices in all of Europe. Thieves. Wow. Shenanigans. Steal from the rich and give to the poor, so-called poor. Steal from the whites 
and give to the POCs. And uh, Asmodor gave a super chat on uh, Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at The Hake Report, the documentary The Creature from Jackal Island is the definitive expose on the Fed. That's the federal, the so-called federal, so-called reserve. Uh, and it has some reasonable suggestions on, on how to get rid of the national debt by transitioning to a better system. Huh. All right. So take that tip, guys. Appreciate the super chats and the support, guys. Let me get to uh, Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. Joe, thank you for holding. Go ahead. Good morning, James. Good grief. Where to start today? Good morning. Actually, actually, the Fed, your last caller was absolutely right about that. I've been trying to tell you for years. Watch what Jerome Powell, our Fed chairperson, does. The Fed has all the power. It's not about the president or Congress. The Fed has all the power in terms of economic matters in, in, in our country. Who appoints the, the, the head of the Fed? The president does. But that's, that's, one of, all, that's the only point of uh, influence that the president has. One of the few, yeah. Wow. Because the Fed has very broad... Very and right now, is it Janet conference. Yellen? Is it Janet Yellen again? No, no. no. Janet, Janet Yellen is, tr- is the secretary of the Treasury. Oh, Jerome yeah. Powell is, is Jerome Powell. Uh, for it a was, while, it was Janet it, Yellen, it, I think. It was, yes. Yeah. She was after, um, uh, I forget his name now. Anyway, Alan Greenspan? Um, no, Greenspan was a while back now. Okay, um, Ben Bernanke? Ben Bernanke, yes, thank you. What a mess. She was the, she was the under-chairman to Bernanke, and then she stepped up when he went away. Huh. Yeah, um, it's the creature from Jekyll Island, by the way. Instead of Jackal? It's great, yes, it's a great book to read also. Jekyll Island, okay. Is and it- we are in a... We have a fiat currency, F-I-A-T, meaning it's not backed by the gold standard, but it was not more stable under the gold standard. It was very volatile, which, which is why we went off of it. Oh. So the, so the only thing that is backing up our dollar is the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. That is it. It's, it's just a promise. That's all it is. It's, yeah. Money is just an idea. It really is. Uh-huh. So. What a again, shame. And now, good. and we're, and... Uh, the U.S. government is getting more and more corrupt and inept. So, uh, and the U.S. the American people are too. So it seems like it's going to collapse. We're rotting from within. No, well, I hate to agree with you, but we, we agree on that. Yeah. Um, anyway, where to start with Asmodore? Oh my goodness, what an idiot! Um, first what of an all, idiot. <laughs> yes, Rittenhouse was not charged with murder, idiot. He was charged with homicide. And if you went to law school, it was a specific know, kind of homicide, though, because there's not exactly. all homicide is wrong. Well, I won't talk about that. The point I was making, James, is that each jurisdiction has different definition of what is murder, what is homicide, and all that. If you'd gone to law school, you would know that idiot at the door. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't. So keep my name out of your mouth, you freaking idiot. <laughs> wow. You're turning black on him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> Charges. It's going to be interesting, though. Like I said, I do predict that he won't be charged. He won't be convicted guilty of homicide. He will be convicted of the lesser charge of the, the curfew violation. And, st- and I know the, the um, underage gun charge has been, has been thrown out, but there may be some, something else there also. 
But regardless, it'll be misdemeanors. He probably won't be charged with the homicide charges. He won't be convicted, convicted of any of that stuff, huh? Convicted. Probably not. Will he be because convicted of being a national hero? Well, <laughs> you're trying to bait me. I'm not going to go for it, James. What's your opinion on him uh, just as a person? As a person? I don't know the kid, but who knows? I think he's probably probably pretty gullible, most teenagers are. Okay, I have his, his, the list of charges according to Fox News and the extreme left AP. First degree reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. That's a 60-year plus 5-year modifier. Oh, that's of Joseph Rosenbaum. First degree reckless homicide. Go. First degree intentional homicide was against Anthony Huber, who, the skateboard attacker. And then attempted right. first degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. Gage Grosskreutz, the, uh, the commie ACLU guy. And uh, recklessly endangering now, safety. could be knocked down. The judge could say, instead of first degree, second degree. So that may happen. Ridiculous. Why do you think these... Aren't prosecutors supposed to be um, kind of moderate in their... Temperate in their charges so that they... Uh, so that they only charge what they think that they can really convict him of rather than these trumped-up charges that sound all dramatic? And then they don't get a no. conviction, or they just do. They want to stir up the mob. They want when what is a high-profile case yeah. like this. They want they want the top charges possible. Oh, okay. But they should they should do one. They should do the top charges probable because it's possible for a kangaroo court to convict this guy, but it's it completely improbable. So they should have done yeah. something that was a little bit more probable. Once you go to court, James, anything can happen. So what a mess. We, we shall see. We shall see. You have said it before that the justice system is not about justice at all. Yes, don't confuse, you know, the courts for justice. Absolutely. Yeah, what a mess. Um, In the good old days, terms, it used to be about justice. In terms of Asmodore's whole white flight nonsense, too. Nonsense? Too bad. Too bad, Asmodore. Those days are not are gone, and they're not coming back. And white men in charge of, of everything is, you know, it may have been great for you, but it's not great for everybody else. I don't know, Those man. Not, I think that are things are getting worse for everybody back. else. Well, it depends on how you define worse, James. Morals. Well, again, it depends on where you look. <laughs> you know? Whatever. All right, man. You know, crime crime has has spiked these last couple of years, and that's terrible, but before that, we were on a 20-year decline of violent crimes. Well, actually, that good, was, which, but it's, if you count the last 70 years, it's, it's a major spike. We're never going back to the 50s levels, low crime rates. I don't know about never, but we shall see, but what I do know is that in the last 30-plus years, um... You think these have been decent know, people who've been, uh, who've been, uh, orchestrating this forced integration? You think these are decent people pushing this? Well, James, I mean, using broad terms, forced integration, what specifically are you talking about? Because, again, everybody pays taxes. HUD, for example, this this HUD thing. They're right. This HUD thing, redistributing the ghettos, for example. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, the HUD thing. That that was Section 8. It wasn't just for black people. It was for anybody with low income. Yeah, Obama. Huh. I'm not eight. talking about just Section, Section eight. 8. Are you that's, not that's aware that Obama was specifically pulling people 
out of the hood and putting them into the uh, middle class communities? That's redistribution of ghettos. What? What are you talking about is Section 8. He, he was trying to make it easier. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about just Section 8. Other. Section 8 well, predates Obama, or no? Of course it does. But Then the Obama was doing about, HUD, Obama which was did. specifically redistributing ghettos. James, you're not listening. The program that Obama, Obama tried to expand into suburbs was expanding Section 8. That's what you're talking about. And that was... That was Forced integration. Um, again, Section 8 is open to anybody, not just black folks. And, but it's still forced integration. You're just hiding. Me. You're, 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 you're muddying the waters with communist, oh, this is, this is not necessarily communist. what you're talking about. But uh, we all know what it I is. I call you a snake and it's very boring. But we all know what it is. No, it's interesting, James. I and, to so own you, a and so the, the answer and is the answer is no. These are talking over me because you know I'm right. No, no. The answer is no. These are not decent people pushing this forced integration stuff. You know, it's interesting, James. I used to own a section of building here in Phoenix, and four out of my five tenants were white, not not black or Hispanic. Irrelevant to the point. No, it is my point because again, Section Eight does not automatically mean black folks or irrelevant. Folks. Irrelevant. Section Eight should not be. Jeez, that's very anti-white of you. No, it's not. Sure, it's no, it's that. not. Build your own community. Make it. Make your own community better. You don't redistribute the ghetto. Well, you're you're talking to the prior here because you know that's exactly what what, what I'm doing. What, redistributing the ghetto? Better. No, <laughs> building, building the community is better. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Build back better. Commie. Commie confirmed. <laughs> anyway, man. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, have a good day, James. Bye. All right, bye. You too. What a mess. I don't know. I, uh, somehow, our, uh, Asmodor's statements were more compelling. He just tried to muddy the waters. Uh, speaking of muddying the waters, the fake news dictionary, real quick, before I get back to calls, uh, fake news dictionary tried to smear our guy, Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse. According to, uh, Cassandra Fairbanks, who, whatever, she's out of the Gateway Pundit, she's a writer, journalist. She said the dictionary recently caused a stir when they subtweeted that uh, about the Kyle Rittenhouse case, meaning uh, sneakily tweeted, loosely offshoot about it, without mentioning it by name. In a tweet shortly after Rittenhouse cried on the stand, remember him crying on the stand? Because he's an 18-year-old, 17-year-old, had to kill a couple of guys to defend his own life and his community, who were attacking him and his community. The dictionaries, w- Merriam-Webster, I think, tweeted... About crocodile tears. You know that commie LeBron James? That mama's boy, LeBron James? Accused him of fake tears. And they were actually real... LeBron James! LeBron James! (laughs) And they were actually real tears. And correct me if I'm not, if I'm wrong, LeBron James cries more more than Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse. Give me a break. At least Kyle actually killed somebody and had something to cry about. Because, uh, you know, it can, that can be traumatizing to a young man 
with a sing- single mother. By the way, I, I heard about his, uh, his father for the first time. Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick's R- Rittenhouse's father lived in Kenosha, I learned. He said it in court. I saw it on the Tucker Carlson show. The term crocodile tears, a superficial, superficial display of anguish, comes from a medieval belief that crocodiles shed tears of sadness when killing their prey, said this stupid account. Unlikely a coincidence, writes Cassandra Fairbanks of the Gateway Pundit, as it comes exact time when leftists on social media were attacking Kyle Rittenhouse for pretending to cry. But if a black boy or a girl cries, oh, it's just a baby. By the way, I saw this hat tip to Giovanni from Baltimore, Maryland. Merriam-Webster Dictionary adds fourth trimester, they don't know their math, uh, to describe newborns as more fetus-like than baby-like. And he says that it's to, to encourage infanticide. And I think that may be true. And actually to justify infanticide, which does happen too. Fourth trimester, according to uh, the Gateway Pundit. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary has added the term fourth trimester. Trimester is pregnancy, right? First three months is the first trimester. Second three months is the second trimester. Third three months is the third trimester. There's only three. They want to add a fourth one. Because the baby is more fetus-like than baby-like. Trying to dehumanize the baby. They're already killing the babies inside the womb. Now they want to kill them outside the womb. The addition was coined by pediatrician. It means child's doctor, so-called. Dr. Harvey Karp, with a K. Karp, K-A-R-P. It's out of the body. Yeah, exactly, Chris. Who wrote a guide for new parents called The Happiest Baby on the Block about 20 years ago. A press release about the new addition, uh, dictionary company wrote, the fake news dictionary, the fourth trimester is the first three to four months of a baby's life after birth. The word trimester implies the baby is still a fetus, and that's on purpose, says this press release. A newborn's brain and nervous system are not fully developed at birth, making them more fetus-like than baby-like. Dr. Carp, Harvey Carp, probably not a Christian is my guess, but I don't know, first heard the term in the late 70s when he was working on the child abuse team at UCLA. At that time, he saw so many babies come in who were severely injured, even killed, for the simple offense of crying. He became deeply curious about what medical doctors had not been able to figure out the cause of colic, which is severe, persistent crying, seen among babies one to four months of age. He found that thanks to evolutionary changes, they, so he claims, stupid, human babies are born about three months before they're technically ready. In fact, they had to be born three months early because a baby's developing brain and skull had gotten so big by the end of the third trimester, they can barely safely fit through the birth canal. So, that's the excuse. The real story is, they want to pretend, kiss up, to the women, give them more time off, and force you to pay for them not working <laughs> when they shouldn't even be working in the first place. What a mess, huh? Crazy. Let me get to Bible go-to guy in Los Angeles, California. He's on hold right now. Bible go-to guy, how are you? Great. How are you doing? Doing well. You're breaking up a little bit there, but hopefully it comes through clearly. Um, let me go to the front. Nice. I think that's where the signal's stronger. Um, Asmodor had a um, very um, interesting and truthful um, 
synopsis, I guess. Yeah. Of, of the problem. Yep. They're pretending white of, flight uh, is the problem, and nope. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Um, I I experienced the same thing basically. About Sixty-five. So, I I lived in you know safe neighborhoods where we actually as kids could go bicycling anywhere. Nice. And um, didn't have to lock your doors. Didn't. Ha- yeah, that was. Didn't have to lock our door. We left our we left our bicycles on our front lawn. Never have to worry about them getting stolen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was weird. It was. It was, and we all thought it was normal. Yeah. It was. It was normal. It was normal. <laughs> 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 we all thought everybody lived that way. Right. <laughs> but um, oh, the other point, the Federal Reserve thing. Yeah. Um. The go- of course, the gold standard is is um, uh, 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 the best way to go, and it's and it's and it's very very stable. Uh, you had one caller say, "Oh, it was not stable." Yeah, of course it was stable. The the only thing that makes the gold standard unstable, just for a little bit, is when the is when um, there are some banks that would go ahead, or, or if you nationalize banks, then they could more easily print more dollar certificates, you know, gold certificates, then there actually was gold to back it up. Ah, uh, shenanigans. That's the only way. But, yep. but if the people sense that, then they'd make a run to the bank and they'd cash in their gold and, and the banks would, would have to uh, close because they, they were um, being uh, uh, dishonest. Yeah. And so they would get busted. But, that, but as long as you don't have a, a national bank, this, the individual banks that would do that, they would get busted, and then you know, this, everything would 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 um, go back to normal very quickly because that, that's the problem it, it, with socialism. Is the same thing that we're seeing with the banks is when when you start to get a national bank, you know, big huge banks that all conglomerate into one, then if a, then if they're dishonest, which Men are always going to be, you know, men and women are always going to be dishonest at right. some point. And, um, but then the, the cancer is everywhere. So True. if you can have socialism, it should only be state by state so that the experiment can be like which state is the best to live in, which state is the best economically to live in. If you have just one system for everybody, then there's when an error is created, it just spreads through the whole system. And there's no, you know, it's like a ship. Right. You have um, different holds on the ship so that if a part of the ship starts flooding, an iceberg hits it or something, it can, you know, you can um, isolate the other parts and stay afloat. Yeah. But. um, I don't even think we we should bother with it, though, because it's evil. Bother with what? This communism stuff that they're trying to push. Yeah, well, the the real danger is what I'm trying to say is that they nash when they make it national. True. Yeah. There's no yeah. recourse. Then then there's yeah there's there's there's, there's no, no accountability. People there's just no comparison. Yeah. Really, there's no comparison. Right. Because the lot a lot a lot of things that the Democrats like to um, excuse away, you know, their failures in economically. Oh, it's going to take 16 years or more to get back, and then Donald Trump comes in and shows that it can happen, like and quit. Yeah. You know, recovery. Economic recovery can happen very right. quick. Yeah, but that's just do it right. Competent in there. Yeah, but see, they tried when they when they it's make like the magic. whole system national. Then they're going, oh, 
you know, it's going to take a long time to recover. First, they'll say it's not happening. You know, the inflation is only temporary. And then once it gets permanent, they'll say, ah, it's going to take a long time. Five right. years down the road. Yep. And, and so we're screwed like that. I th- yeah, it's n- we're not as far gone as we as it looks if we can just stand on what's right. Anyway, you know, I, th- I think I think last comment. I think Jesse. Thank you. Yeah. I think Jesse should redo his cliche: "No man is good." To saying "No mind is good." <laughs> yeah, because you know, there's two sciences out there that deal with the mind. And when it goes when it goes bad, when it goes astray, you know, and, and starts starts doing stuff that's um, not logical. Yeah. There's the there's the um, the atheist um, who feeds you drugs to try to cure the mind, right? And then there's the there's the religions that try to that especially the Christian one that, that goes to the heart of the matter. Right. And they try to cure you through you you see in yourself, you know, like like like, well, actually, Jesse's practically the only one. But, yeah. Um, they try to give you religion tries to give you opposite thoughts of what you're thinking, you know, good thoughts, so to speak. But Jesse's saying that both of thought and that any thought is, is is bad because it's from the wrong source. Right. You know, and it tries to fool you with good thoughts. I liked his conversation yeah. with the black lady earlier today. Who was all oh, yeah. upset living in a homeless shelter? Her kids had trouble. One of them, in particular, boy, and she's he's just surrounded by females, and so it's problems. But she's all in her head about it. And he said, "Don't make any decisions. You don't make decisions, and you end up making the wrong decision when you go ahead and make decisions." Man, my at, my odyssey up, just restarted. No, no. The correct thing to say, James, is you end up letting the wrong decision be made through you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a little more exact, because True. you're right. Satan is making your decisions for you, or God is making your decisions for you. It's, yep. it's one or the other. And people want to take responsibility for making their own decisions. They're, they're, um, they're being fooled. Yeah. I appreciate it, Bible Go-To Guy. It's great to Thank hear you, from sir. you. All right. Great show. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Quick super chats, guys. Let me get through these. Uh, your girlfriend says, How is it a fourth trimester when tri means three? Fourth, third? Exactly, your girlfriend. Ridiculous. Danable says, Hake the lion hearted. Thank you, man. Asmador says, Joe got me on that one. Big deal, referring to the homicide thing. There's still no black lawyer by his name on the internet and none whatsoever in Arizona. <laughs> Thank you, man. Over there on. Odyssey. Honda Bear. Unfortunately, white primacy is a thing of the past for now. If we don't get immigration under control, white people will be as well. Asador says, if integration wasn't forced, why did Kennedy send the 101st Airborne into Alabama to force school integration at Bayonet Point? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's, oh yeah, if integration wasn't forced, with another super chat, why did they pass laws saying you had to do business with and sell homes into your neighbor, in your neighborhoods to non-whites into your neighborhoods and hire them at your businesses whether you want to or not? Exactly. It is forced. Guys, we are overtime. Rick in Hampton, Virginia wanted to talk about the Ahmad Arbery, blah, 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 blah case. Man, Rick, call me tomorrow if you can. William and Callie. 
had, has had issues with Section 8 and is on the line about it. I can't get to you and the rest of the callers. Ha- hope to catch you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Take care.